Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan. And this week we're going to be talking about Rocket League. More specifically, the fact that Epic Games bought out the maker of Rocket League called Psionics. What that means and what exactly is Rocket League. So, jumping right into things, uh, I do want to go and start with the press statement that was made now this was made on may 1st and so this was last week wednesday when this first came out and it came out a little bit later on in the day which is kind of awkward but what essentially rocket league or psionics is saying on their website is that quote Today is a big day for us here at Psionics because, just as the headline says, we're officially joining the Epic Games family. Your first question to news like this might be, what does this mean for Rocket League and its community? And we're happy to say that the answers are only positive. Rocket League has always been and always will be a community-driven game, and now that we have joined forces with Epic, we are able to serve our community in even bigger and better ways. Now, that statement in itself has gotten people to start asking questions. Now, Psionics took it upon themselves to try to guess some of the questions that we would have asked. So the first one that they have here on their site is, no, really, what does that mean for Rocket League? They say that in the short term, nothing will change. We're still committed to providing Rocket League with frequent updates that have new features, new content, new ways to play the game. For as long as you'll have us in the long term we expect to bring rocket league to the epic game store and leverage our new relationship to grow the game in ways we couldn't do on our own before uh, we believe that bringing rocket league to new audiences with more support is a win for everybody and that is one of the key things that has been getting people a little antsy the switch over to the epic game store now for those that are unaware Rocket League is a game that's mainly for PC stationed on the Steam store. Now, that being said, a lot of the functions and features have been built in the mindset of using it on Steam, and that's where most people would have purchased the game as well. Rocket League would have introduced cross-platform play, uh, not so well, not so long ago, but not that far back. Um that being said while sure you can play with uh your friends on pc ps4 xbox and the switch all together and not have too much of an issue the real thing there is people like things to happen in one place and that's again something that we've talked on in the past in our past episodes where we would have gone into what's happening with epic games and their store what's happening with launchers and all that kind of good stuff. Check our past episodes for that. Those episodes, I should say. Hey, Fraud, how you doing, man? Uh, so, that being said, people are just concerned with that. Especially if they're going to then take it from the Steam store. And that's typically what Epic Games seems to be wanting to do with their games. They want exclusives. And this is now going to be an ex... Well, quite possibly... An exclusive studio for them and the thing about it is psionics is 
and has been a game studio. They just kind of made it big on their own when they made Rocket League, but they were making games for AAA companies for a while now. I'm good, man. I'm good. Thanks for trying to tune in, even if it's for a little bit. Uh, this week we're going to be talking about, well, obviously Rocket League, and um going to be playing that a little bit throughout the week as well. But the news that, well, the article press release then goes off into talking about what does it mean for the ecosystem and esports for Rocket League. Now, they say that it's a great move for Rocket League because it significantly increases their potential reach and resources, just like it does for the game itself. Uh, they believe that you'll find their future in esports to be very exciting, especially in the near future, where on June 21st to 23rd, oh, they're actually going to be having a Rocket League Championship Series in New Jersey. I will be in New Jersey during that time for a completely unrelated matter. I might try to turn up to that. Um, but that's where they will end their seventh season with a bang. They then ask, the question is what happens with the psionics team they say that this is the same team that it's always been only now they have the power and experience of epic games behind them um and that they have one last thing before they go is that the success of rocket league would not have been possible without the community the loyalty excitement and creativity in supporting psionics has helped us to become who we are and we look forward to helping you helping us for many more years to come if it's a serious thanks and appreciation and they have an editor's note that says we wanted to clarify something for you after today's news. Rocket League is and remains available on Steam. Anyone who owns Rocket League through Steam can still play it and look forward to continued support. And that update still doesn't quite answer the question of whether it will stay on Steam. It's just that you will get continued support, which has been something that's happened with other games that have moved over from Steam to Epic Games. So there's that fraud says rocket league is lit i'm out we'll try to keep the stream on i appreciate that um but yeah let's let's actually get into the whole thing of what rocket league is to put it simply rocket league is a it's a game where you are in a car and there are several different cars they have slightly different um, hitbox sizes and you hit a ball and you try to aim it into goals that are on opposite sides of the field now where this comes into play and where it's fun is because you can quite literally also use rockets and you get boosts and you use the boost to then power up the rocket so you can quite literally fly through the air and hit a ball that's up in the air use it for tricks stunts um making sure that you can score, you can do flips with it, and so on and so forth. There is a, a, a YouTube video that came out not so long ago that kind of compared the three different levels of what you can expect Rocket League players to be at. You have the casual, you have the semi-pro, and then you have the actual pro. And to put it mildly, the pros were able to complete a they wanted to see how well each of those three would manage through an obstacle course you know kind of like a, a judgment system and the casual player 
who's the person who actually did the video granted he did a little bit of cheapskating in my opinion because he played it several times before giving it to the other guys and then used his several times playthrough uh to then you know gain advantage for his time versus the other guys who were playing it for the very first time now he managed to make his i think it was 38 no it was about an hour to complete every all three stages uh the semi-pro on because it was his first time made it just a little over that but the pro if i remember correctly completed everything in about 40 minutes so that saved about 20 minutes worth of time just because he knew how to uh, actually manage his balls wow that comes off really weird anyway manage the the ability to um hold the ball on his car and traverse different uh parts through the screen and obstacles he was also able to easily maneuver his car while using the rocket boosts using slight maneuverability uh to use the best that he could compared to the semi-pro who was showing off a little bit but still didn't seem to have that perfected level of it and then the casual who was going and it took a while for him to really get finessed uh to actually using his boost and then there was uh just an overall course where you have to mat move through things without hitting anything and so while you have stuff like that it just kind of shows the level of depth that actually is built into this game and quite honestly it's a little bit like racing soccer and if you like it rockets and that's how a lot of people see it a lot of people see this as the real first esports game uh because it's an actual sport because it includes soccer um and you the player are i shouldn't say the real first but it's one of the uh esport games i don't know why they do it like that or why they say it like that or why they believe it like that um because it's kind of incorrect but i can see where they're coming from in a sense so i won't push it that being said rocket league is a very fun game um i won't deny it i've enjoyed playing it i've had um i've had it for a while now i i play it on and off but i <laughs> i had the unfortunate um surprised one-on-one -on -one play against one of our local uh higher end players and severely got my butt whooped i um, will not deny it i will say that i was unprepared um, because I thought we were going to actually be playing together, not against one another when we first started it. But um, it just taught me a little bit of humbleness right there. So that being said, soccer isn't the only thing that this game is all about. There are actually several different modes to this game. And so we have one that's called Rumble, which is uh, an epic battle royale version of the game that started in September 2016. And comes stacked with randomized power-ups. Uh, you're either equipped with a haymaker, the swapper, or the tornado. Um, each one of the 11 new power-ups bring an extra dimension to the classic Rocket League formula. 
Um, for the mechanics, they say that each player has a 10 second power up timer that resets at each kickoff. And after a power up is consumed and its active timer is expired, once the power up timer hits zero, a random power up becomes available and active at that player's discretion. An unused power up does not expire and is available to be used, so a player may hold on to a power up and wait to use it, but they will have to use it before the 10 second timer restarts to give them another power up. Only one power up is available to a player at any time. In the online version of this, the same power ups are distributed to both teams. Um, so each team will get a plunger, disruptor, and a spike to start, for an example. And each team has the same power up queue that is handed out to their members chronologically as they use their power ups. Now, the different power ups are the boot, which kicks an opponent's car. It's effective against the magnetizer plunger power, um, hitter, spike, tornado, but it's countered by other ones like the grappling hook and the swapper. The disruptor causes your opponent to drive uncontrollably, something that's not good in Rocket League at all. That is effective against the haymaker, magnetizer, power hitter, and tornado, but similarly also countered by the grappling hook and the plunger. You also have the freezer, which freezes the ball in place, the grappling hook, which pulls you towards the ball, the haymaker punches the ball, the magnetizer attracts the ball towards your car, the plunger grabs the ball via a plunger and cord, the power hitter allows you to hit everything harder, the spike attaches the ball to your car when you bump into it, because it quite literally you have spikes on your car, uh, the swapper changes positions in, on the field with an opponent, um, which is really good if they're about to score on you or something like that and you need and they there's someone close by that would allow you to knock it out the way. And you also have the tornado, which sweeps the ball and opposing cars into a giant funnel cloud. Now, I have actually seen the plunger being used not only to save a goal, but also score a goal all at the same time. Quite literally, it was happening when someone from the opposing team hit the ball towards their goal the person was lined up directly towards their goal used their boost hit and went into the air to um just under the ball used the plunger caught the ball and it um, swung it down into their um, opponent's goal and that's how the game kind of works it's crazy in that kind of sense Thank you for following Poorly Locket 279. How are you doing today? And welcome to the stream. Now, there are several different uh, ways that you could actually see this. Let me show you what some of these look like. Quite literally, you uh, kicking. You might see it like the little spring right there. Then you also have the disruptor which sets the car to go incontrollable. Then you also have the freezer, which freezes the ball, like I mentioned. You also have the grappling hook, which allows you to hold on to the ball and go towards it. You have the haymaker. You have the magnetizer which kind of also works in a sense like what I was talking about earlier. 
You also have the plunger, like which is exactly what I was talking about. You grab it, and it like kind of zooms towards you a little bit. And so you can use that kind of as a motion. Then you have the power hitter, the spike, which, like I mentioned, has spikes on the car and just has it there. The swapper, you can quite literally see that, and it does have an animation to say that the cars got swapped. And, of course, the tornado, which looks beautiful. That being said, and moving on from that, there are also other modes that, you know, is in rocket league we have the drop shot which is something that was created in march 2017 where instead of goals players must break hexagonal floor panels into which the ball can fall you heard that right the ball has to fall into the floor um i do want to show you guys what an example of this so let's get into that But yeah, that kind of gives an idea as to what it is about. You use the ball, you break open pieces, and then you try to hit the ball into those pieces that would have opened up. It's a really fun mode. Um, it's a little different than usual. There are trophies that you can get, uh, especially on PS4, like damage control, which is win a drop shot match via shutout, uh, full course, which is score a total of 18 goals in drop shot, and Buckminster times 10, which is damage a total of 320 panels in drop shot. Yeah, um, that's going to take a while. But apparently the Buckminster times 10 trophy is a reference to Buckminster Fullerini, a spherical molecule which has a cage-like fused ring structure that resembles a soccer ball, or a football in this case, depending on where you are in the world. Um, made of 20 hexagon, hexagons and 12 pentagons. So that's kind of how that works. There's also another one called hoops, which some of you will probably get this one. It's basketball. And so this, mo this mode is also added back in 2016 um, in April. That's where the goals are replaced by two baskets. And it's the only mode that uses the dunk house arena. And yes, that means that there are arenas that are specially used or that have timed and seasons. I'll get into that in a moment. That being said, hoops is currently available in all match types except comp um, comp uh, competition and the offline season play. In online casual matches, the teams are limited to 2v2. However, in all of the match types, the match creator can select from 1v1 to 4v4. And this one is very similar to basketball that has hoops they're not too high up they're not like all the way up there they're at a fairly reasonable distance and chances are even if you do not leave the floor and you like use your rockets you can still score into them it's not that hard um 
what they say for the features that are unique to hoops is that it's a much smaller player field with a low ceiling allowing for ceiling bounces because in rocket league typically the ceiling is quite high to allow you to fly around the ball to just arc over and do whatever it wants to do um this also has the jump ball style round start so you can quite literally jump up for the ball uh, basketball style raised vertical goals requiring players to make shots that drop in meaning that you can't just run up underneath it like that there's a large painted blackboard behind the hoop but is for visual guidance only as it is seamless with the rest of the back wall pass through goals nets for vehicles allowing players to goal tend from inside the net the net does block the ball and has a ramped shape so a solid rolling ground shot can ramp its way in for the score the actual rim itself is solid for both so cars are blocked by it and can even sit or skate on it basketball style announcer voice and exclamations associated with bas associated with basketball occasional speaking sound associated with basketball shoes on a court we know how that sounds uh, the typical happen. This typically happens when landing from a jump at the right speed and angle. So this would actually be your tires hitting and making the sound of sneakers hitting. And the basketball style buzzer sound when a score is made. Which is a little different than the usual thing. They have their own different sounds. You can put explosions and stuff like that. You can actually customize your explosions. You can customize your car. Um, you can put flags on it, uh, on the antenna, you can change up the colors, change up the tires, uh, so on and so forth. Even change up the, how the boost looks because it actually does leave a trail behind you. And you know, it's actually fairly customizable. It's not completely, but it, it does a pretty good job for what it wants to do. Um, so what they say the round begins with hoops, it. But you, the ball flies up about 15 meters. The ball height combined with the limited boost make for frequent misses at the start. It doesn't take too long to adapt to this, however. A missed jump ball by one side will often lead to a quick score by the other side because, you know, everyone's up in the air and then they're falling back down. And whoever was able to make that shot is already on their way. Unless you also have enough of a boost left, you know, maneuver. Um... It is advisable to have one player pull back into the net to guard against a missed jump ball. But there are there are trophies for this one as well, where you know you can score at least two dunks in the first minute of a hoops game that gives you the trophy fast break, and then you've got buzzer beater with where within thirty seconds left with win a game of hoops in which you were tied or trailing behind. Uh, now the trailer for this. Let me show you what that looks like. Yeah. <laughs> ah. Okay. Game time. I'm on one. Like it's Kelly and I'm Baybound. Treat the greatest competition like the playground. Freestyling, they spin and make them say wow. Then I beat the brakes off until I'm stay down. Became a king from a common man. And I turned my worst critics to my staunchest fans and worked at it. Until the world was believing. They gave them no choice but to see it. They said the grace always aim high. It's still safe, rounded at the same time. And so they see a sky native with a hang time. That's why ain't no one can see us when it's same time. They say the grace always aim high. It's still safe, rounded at the same time. And so they see a sky native with a hang time. That's why ain't no one can see us when it's same time. 
Yeah. So that one, they have April 26th on it and everything like that. But again, that was from 2016. Um, and for the last one, they actually have another one called Snow Day. Very similar to the original one, except that the ball is replaced by a hockey puck. And that's essentially it. So you can play soccer, you can play basketball, you can play hockey in Rocket League. Um, it's currently available in online playlists, private matches, and exhibition matches. Not competitive. Uh, that one also has two different trophies. Icing the cake, uh, in which is where you score a goal from your own side of the ice. And left wing, right wing, where you win a snow day match with both the blue and orange teams. Viper King says, dang, that looks sick. So wait, upcoming DLC for Rocket League. No, that one's already out. All the ones that I've talked about so far already out. Uh, that's the uh, the snow day, which is uh, the hockey one. The basketball one, which came out 2016. The, uh, the one with the power-ups is already out from 2017, I believe. And... There was one more. I, I Rumble. Rumble is the one with the power-ups. Drop Shot is the one where you break open the bottom of the floor. Um, that one's already out as well. And then, of course, technically they have another mode called Training, which is super, super in like integrated into how and what I suggest you start things off with. They have a basic version of it where you go through everything and actually learn how to play the game. But then they have tutorials made by pros to really get you to really train and get better at this game. Like, to the point where you will, for example, have to do something 50 times just to make sure that you master that. And it's a really, really good way to get used to the game. I, I, I can't stress that enough. Like I said earlier, though, there are arenas that are either seasonal or, you know, just not something that you always see. So, for example, the standard ones that you can pretty much use for most places are called Aquadome, Back um, with Park, which is the one that you would see inside training, Champions Field, DFH Stadium, Manifeld, uh, Neo Tokyo, which is actually one that they took out of the game and brought back because, guess what? People wanted it, and so they brought it back because people actually liked that stage and they wanted to please people. Uh, the Salty Shores, which a lot of people will probably... Uh, here in the Bahamas will probably like, especially since it's on a beach type setting. Uh, there's Starbase ARC, which is based off of one of their uh, Psyonix other games that they made, which is more of like a space type game. There's Urban Central, there's Utopia Coliseum, Wasteland, which is previously called Badlands, um, and Rivals Arena. Those are the standard ones. Then you have seasonal ones like uh, Farmstead. Or you have alternative ones like Arctagon, Badlands, yeah. uh, Core 07, Dunkhouse, Throwback Stadium, and Tokyo Underpass. Now, the reason I'm mentioning those ones is because sometimes they, these ones will show up in certain times and locations. So, for example, uh, that... In 2017, Cyanix announced that the current version of Starbase ARC will be renamed uh, Arctagon and that the standard layout of Starbase ARC will be introduced in competitive and casual matches. This is an alternative map, meaning that you probably will may see it and you may not. 
Badlands got swapped out to Wasteland, like I mentioned. And Wasteland will be introduced for competitive and casual matches. Uh, Core 707, which is unlike other arenas, does not feature any boost pads. All players start off with a full boost meter and it recharges automatically. Um, what it does is to score, players must light up the floor panels on the opponent's side of their arena using the ball, hitting the ball. So if you haven't guessed already, this is the one where you have this one of those uh, ones I was mentioning earlier, the game modes. Uh, that's that's the arena for this. Then you have Dunk House, which I think that one's kind of obvious. That one's the name for the basketball one. Throwback Stadium, which is only available during the anniversary events and casual playlist. Once the event ends, the arena will be available in tournaments, local matches, and private matches. And then Tokyo Underpass, which began as a Rocket Labs arena called Underpass. It was the first arena to have multiple levels and was inspired by feedback from top-level players. Now it's there with fantastic visual themes, streamlined gameplay improvements, and in 2017, they an announced that it would be re-released with a standardized layout and that the current iteration of the arena would be renamed Tokyo Underpass. They said that for those who love the original Neo Tokyo, we have you covered. We are keeping the original arena in Rocket League, but with a new name, Tokyo Underpass. This new name look, sorry, new name, old look arena will be available in offline and private matches only for now. It's also replacing the original underpass map, which will be removed from the Rocket Labs rotation, starting with that update. So, all this said, when you actually come down to playing the game, like I mentioned, there are some players that just whoop people's butts. And so when that happens, you know, there has to be certain types of scaling and tiers. And Rocket League does have that for the competitive level. So they have unranked, they have bronze, and for the most part, each of these tiers have um, a four tier, a four listing for the tier. So you have bronze one, bronze two, bronze three, and then it starts over into silver. So silver one, silver two, silver three, then gold one, gold two, gold three, then platinum one, platinum two, platinum three, then diamond one, diamond two, diamond three, then champion one, champion two, champion three, and finally grand champion. Now the champion tier group is reserved for a very small percentage of players and the percentages of those players is always changing. Uh, so it's kind of hard for them to give a figure to say like the top 15% of the players are inside this thing. But there is a website that you can go to to get an idea. And so what I did is one of the guys that's inside the one of the local guys that play uh, Rocket League, Chris. He uh, I'm, I'm actually put his information on here. So let me show you what this website looks like. The website's name is rocketleague.tracker.network. Essentially what you do is that you can place in anyone's name when it comes to uh, Steam, uh, Xbox, or PS4. You just put in their username and you can find them like this. So I put in his uh, PS4 username, which is chrissyballcy underscore yt. And so this brought up his information. So his tracker score, for example, 
shows that he's in the top 15% of Rocket League players. But he's only the number 429,787. His goal shot percentage is within the top 87%, which is not that great. So he's better as a tracker versus someone that shoots. He, in terms of wins, he's in the top 19%. Goals, he's in the top 24%. Saves in the top 27, shots the top 20, um, 22nd percent, and for MVPs, uh, top 19%, and for assists, top 15%. His MVP to win percentage is 40.6%. That is impressive, and it goes without showing because if you take a look at his reward level and playlist level, he's actually in platinum for some of these. So for unranked, he's in the top... Uh, 63% for ranked duels 1v1s. He's in the top 38%. Though they do have something here that says, since you have not played Rocket, well, apparently, since he hasn't played Rocket League recently, Cyanix has removed your tier and division. You are currently unranked. We have tried to estimate what your tier division should be if you still played. This is what we're showing here. So this is just an example. Um, when it has ranked doubles, then his ranked solos would be platinum uh same for ranked standard 3v3 then he also has rumble and drop shot it also goes into showing off information about his overall play style so he is uh more of a goals than then assist then saves so you may want someone else as your goalie for example uh, and then it has his rating progressions over on the side here and tears over time so we see, we can see, uh, if he was still playing, we'd be able to see where he would have been. And then daily, this kind of gives that information right there. So, there's actually a fair amount of stuff on, on this. And the competitive level of Rocket League is high. Remember what I said earlier on inside the show. The control and precision that's actually required for this game is insane. And you have to put in a lot of hours to get to that point, to that pro level. And that only comes with practice and playing games and getting your butt whooped. And so, well, that actually asterisked out the word butt. Funny. Um, oh, yeah, for those that are, you know, new to the stream or those that aren't new, uh, write down... Where is it? Here? Right there. I'm doing closed captioning for the episodes now, so those that aren't able to hear very well, uh, they can actually now read it. So I'm hoping that will help with some of our viewers. Uh, then there's also the seasons, uh, which I touched on earlier. So, for example, for Season 5, uh, Cyanix introduced a concept called seasonal reward levels that are independent from your matchmaking rank. Your reward, hmm. your reward level starts at unranked, and each win earns you a progress towards the next level. Each reward level requires 10 wins to unlock, and they are sequential. You unlock silver rewards after bronze, so on and so forth, like I mentioned. And um, up to until season 6, apparently 12 wins were required to advance, and now that that changed with season seven back down to, to 10. Um, so yeah, 
guys, if you do want to give a good sporting game a shot, I do suggest that you give it a shot. If you're in the Bahamas and you are interested in Rocket League, check out the Facebook page. It's Rocket League Bahamas. Um, we have a WhatsApp group as well where you know we're trying to get people to come together and play. Like I said, I'm probably going to be streaming it throughout this week. And um, yeah. I honestly can't say much more for this game because it's it's just something that you have to pick up and play to actually like really get immersed and like enjoy. It's it's one of those kind of games. You can watch it and some things can really play and get your attention, but until you actually play it, you won't get that same level of respect for it. And that will really drive you to really want to play it. It's kind of like playing sports on a whole. Anyway, so that's it for this episode of Esports Wrap. Uh, don't forget, we'll be back uh, next week with another episode of Esports Wrap. We're going to be back with this week with more tech on Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Next week, Tuesday, is going to be the next episode of Esports Wrap at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. Um, if you missed any part of this episode, we will have it up on YouTube, but we'll also have it up on our website, which is moarcookies.com. And you can find any of our past episodes there. You can listen to the audio versions because we have a podcast as well uh, for our shows. So you, even if you want to, you can listen to it on somewhere like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. We're working on SoundCloud. I keep saying that every week, but I'm going to work on it really and truly when I get the chance. Um, yeah, and so if you want to be a part of the communicate well, conversation, uh, don't forget we have a Twitter, which is M-O-A-R underscore cookies. We also have a Discord, which is going to be in the links below, unless you're on watching this on Facebook or somewhere like that. So, yeah, guys, until next time, this is more cookies, esports wrap, keep it savvy.